0: It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theaters, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryson. I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, Jim.
1: Hey, hey,
0: Rage. I guess there's still no Merman. He's still on
1: doing working is that what he's doing working yeah he's working 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 hard for his money all right with the introductions out of the way let's rage on well, thanks to all that been supporting us. If you love or have been a podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us a five star rating on your listening platform or support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible film. And we will watch it if it played anywhere in the world in a cinema. Dream. Now, let's. This- let's just get straight to raging let's do it because i have a feeling i have a feeling there's going to be potential raging in this episode really i i know merman's not the amazing merman and his predictions are not here Mm -hmm. but i can predict probably without a doubt there's going to be some rage in this episode we're going to live up to our name today okay i'm not saying by who but I'm saying it might happen.
0: I I don't know that I'm going to be raging too much. Oh, wait a minute. We're doing the Marvels first. (laughs) Maybe there'll be some. Maybe, but
1: you know, maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong before.
0: All right, the Marvels is the latest movie in the never-ending marvel universe that is being forced down our eye holes for the past couple of decades it does a little more than bridge gaps to the next tv series or motion picture it seems as though there is no time between the end of a marvel series and the beginning of another release of another release of a movie or a tv series Uh, All full of bad special effects and copy and paste action sequences. It has gotten to the point that if you haven't been watching every stupid bit of content, you will probably be a little lost for the segments, for at least one or two segments of every movie or TV series. None of them can stand on their own, and the Marvels is no different, which is a shame, as I genuinely like the characters they have developed. And they better be developed as they we've seen them in multiple films and TV series. We've got we've spent about 27 hours with them, except for Ms. Marvel. which she had just had that one series. But, anyways, I've come to know Carol Danvers, Monica Rambo, and Kamala Khan, and I really do like the characters. Unfortunately, they're in a film that spreads itself too thin and is a little and then and that is little more than an introduction to the next Marvel project, which will be nothing more. Then an introduction to the next Marvel project, which in turn will be nothing more than an introduction to the next Marvel product. Which will be nothing more than an introduction to the next Marvel project. And the machine keeps moving forward. The machine that gives us two or three amusing or well-written scenes per film, along with a whole lot of filler and recycled material from previous efforts. Yes, the cats were amusing, and I genuinely like the characters. But the movie is still a mess. The Marvels is a rage.
1: What? I never saw that coming. Oh wait, the amazing Jim predicts.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could barely get through no. that. I, I was stumbling all over the place. I was so annoyed
1: by well, the fact that I got to watch it. another
0: crap Marvel movie. Save I'm it. I'm starting it till someone to get on it. board with you. We should just stop watching this crap. <laughs> Well,
1: we may talk about that again.
0: And I still have to watch like every stupid TV series or I don't understand what's
1: going on in the movies. Yes, yes, I, I agree. But, you know, you want to save the world. Don't send a man to do the job of three women. That's the story this tells. But not only that, it throws in a bunch of stuff that is confusing, makes no real sense to people, just showing up to see a movie that has some of, in my opinion, the worst acting of any Marvel movie to date. On top of that, apparently Marvel knows they are waning. So they have to throw everything at a movie to try and find a new audience for children, young girls, and apparently cat lovers. Mm. And anything they can think of, that will bring more people to a dying franchise that ultimately seems to be getting worse every single time they release a film. With a culture and space that doesn't speak, but sings English and can't understand if you talk, cause singing and dancing English is a different language now. Mm. This makes zero sense. If they were at least singing in another language other than English, that doesn't even fucking make sense to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It made absolutely no sense. There is absolutely nothing new in this film. Now, don't get me wrong, there was a couple good things in this movie. Yeah. The CGI, in my opinion, was probably some of the best really? CGI uh, that Marvel has done uh, in a while. Okay. I, don't I mean, know about that. there's been a really lot of bad CGI lately. Yeah, this that's... was better than most of it to me. Okay. Yeah, so that was good. Oh, wait, did I say there was a couple things in this that was good? No, nope, there was just the, there was just the CGI and and that wasn't even <laughs>
0: your high point is the CGI.
1: <laughs> yeah, Man, that was, was really the high point. This is this is definitely the high point of this movie. Wow. Yeah, pretty much everything else in this was annoying, predictable, and I really did not care what was happening. Not one time. You didn't even like the characters? I actually do like them. No, I I actually don't like the characters because huh. there was no real there was no if okay you have you can't look at Marvel as I mean you have to look at Marvel as this giant machine that just fucking goes on and on and oh, I on. Know. I, but you I if you're going to review that. if I know that's why <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. But what I'm saying is you can't do that. If you're going to release a movie and we're going to review a movie if you did not watch all the other shit that came up to this you fucking would have no, no idea, idea what the hell is happening in this movie and and i, I did barely, watch i barely I did. watched miss marvel i watched miss marvel i also didn't like that franchise i don't think i and i think the um some of the characters in that franchise are bad actors mm. i just and they put them in the movie and you put them up against you know some real talent and it just really showed that the acting was really subpar in this and 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 if you if you were just saying you know what hey I just woke up today and I'm gonna watch a Marvel movie and this was the first Marvel movie you watched from there's not one character development in this you have no, no clue what is happening that character the whole movie it, there's character development it just
0: took place no. in the 47 previous things there's not yes in this that's movie. what I'm saying
1: in this movie there's none there's Correct. zero characters and you know ultimately and you that's know what's me like, that yes. For me, if I can't connect to the characters in the movie, you know, maybe you it's because be, I'm old, or should, maybe it's because what? you should
0: be able to, though, because you've seen the character development through 47 I, previous efforts.
1: I know, but I'm, but, but it can't stand but, on its because own. Because I watch, this I watch is Marvel too much Universe content. Part 97. Yeah, and I think if you're gonna try and make movies that are just throwing shit at the wall and hoping that it's going to stick then you know have something for people that are starting out with this in their franchise i I just get the opinion and they they really did feel like they were throwing everything at this movie to get people to like it who've never been to a marvel movie before like like you put these adorable cats in it and you know you know what? The cat thing shtick is old already. We've already seen this cat eat people before, and so. But this you know, was kind it's of like,
0: clever to get him off, you know, the ship with. Was it clever, yeah, or it was, was, it
1: of, I or think it was so. just by? By I the time it. you were got to that point in the movie, oh, you different. had hated the movie That's, so much that you're like, could it anything more <laughs> destroy this movie? And you're like, you know what? The only thing that could, you know what? I'm not giving it any credit for these little kittens because right. to me it's a ploy. Like the next thing you know, I, I can almost it's guarantee. Cheap. Yeah, yeah. I, I can almost 100% guarantee the next thing that's if we have like, I haven't went and shop for my grandson yet for his Christmas present, but I can pretty much fucking bet there is probably cats from this movie that I can now buy. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just so, so sickened by this machine that has turned movies into trite drivel and has no value whatsoever. On top of that, like, if you can't can't develop characters that somebody watches a movie and understands what's going on, then to me it's a waste. And they just they would just go from scene to scene to scene to scene and really not explain anything. So, no. you know, I I tried to put myself in the position of, okay, if I didn't know oh, already yeah. some of these characters, what would I think about this movie? And I mean, I was hating it because it was terrible, but then I would you'd have hated lost, it even and, more yeah, if I'd never you'd be seen
0: completely it. Completely lost. Yeah.
1: It's You'd like, be like, hey is who's this person? On? what is that? Yeah. How is this? why did Carol and her her niece yeah. uh, are the same age or this and it's like it was just like it's so convoluted and stupid and I I just I can't stand Disney and Marvel anymore. Yep. please end, end this franchise. it's gross. I mean it's a rage
0: it is It is such a
1: rage. I didn't see that coming. I thought you might have loved this movie.
0: No, you did not.
1: <laughs> I, I came out of this and I was just like, "What a pile of crap!" This was so bad. Yeah. And you know, I have to admit, here's a, here's I really a, liked yeah. the first Miss. I love. I loved Marvel, like the Miss Marvel or whatever her name is, yeah. Captain Marvel or Captain Marvel, Super Marvel or whatever. Super, yeah, Marvel. whatever she is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't mind that one i like that movie but and what was her niece in? like i don't remember what franchise she was in but uh, i must have Wand- told her story because i don't remember it wandavision oh right
0: yeah she's a huge she part had a of big partners yeah and she was oh, okay. she was in she was in uh as a kid she was in uh in, in, in the, in, in, now i can't even yeah, uh, Captain the other Marvel. One thing. As a kid, she was in Captain Marvel. Then it, as a, as a, as a grown-up, she was in uh, WandaVision. And that's that was the bridge. And that's the whole thing. It's like you can't even remember where she came from because there's been so much bloody Marvel content. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. They,
1: yeah, they should have just had this as another, you know, Disney Plus uh, this just, that you shouldn't, watch ex- on just shouldn't
0: exist anymore. This is just getting—it's getting dumb. I was—they should have ended this thing back with the, the first—the first Avengers, whatever that was. Boom, end the whole yeah. damn thing yeah. there and call it a day. Because you know what? It was still pretty entertaining up until the first Avengers. It really was. I like the Captain America movie—the first one—that was great. Uh, first mm-hmm. Iron Man, I really enjoyed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and then it was diminishing returns after that. But it was still, pl- you know. It was still entertaining up until the first avengers and then it just got worse and worse the only thing is you get the occasional guardians of the galaxy which has delivered um but mm-hmm. man it's there's a lot of crap to wade through to get to the good stuff
1: you nailed it all right sir
0: let's talk about something else
1: yeah Let's talk about something else.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm actually
1: curious to see what I'm, you thought of this, because Okay. All right. Well, I, I here, actually here don't we go. know. I
0: know what you should think of it. Let's see what you <laughs> do think of it.
1: So you remember and when I'm when I'm talking here, you're gonna remember all this conversation we had up until this movie. Mm-hmm. So I am the first person to admit Paul Giamatti in his last, oh I don't know, eight films has made questionable decisions True. making at this point in his career kind of a guaranteed terrible chooser of being in films that's what i'm gonna say so i'm also the first person to tell you that i hated this trailer and was really looking forward to really 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 hating this film i mean the trailer it looked like every other teacher, student holdover film I've ever seen. On top of that, it's a period piece mm-hmm. of the seventies. Yeah. We all know how much I love period pieces. But Oh, that's right. I don't like, I don't like period pieces. But right. It's true, but I forgot when I went to this movie <laughs> that I wished I was hating. Yes. Is that Paul Giamatti has also made some other movies?
0: He has some good ones.
1: And yeah. And mm-hmm. the last 10, which were kind of annoying, he before that, I remembered he could act. He could. And seeing him in this in this cock-eyed smirky face with fish-smelling would is exactly what this 70s period piece film needed. Yes. Plus, I must have also forgot that Alexander Payne is one of the world's best character directors Mm -hmm. who has a knack of creating deep layered stories that can do what he did in this film, create a film of misfits that had no point of connecting on any level and having them come together over a two week period at Christmas holidays from a boys boarding school and make them a self-made family that show each other love and compassion and get me to have a smile on my face even though the story is predictable and not super original but the character stories were all ones that i wanted to know more about every character in this seemed so natural and believable in this super 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 strong characters with Divine Joy uh, Randolph and Paul Giamatti, both longtime professional actors, are both generous and giving to newcomer and to help newcomer, actually. First time actor in a film, Dominic Sessa, get the absolute best of his performance. This film had me smiling and even giggling at times in this mostly, and I say mostly because of Giamatti and his quirky and adorable portrayal of a hard-ass teacher with no elasticity and basically completely unlikable to become a character you are rooting for right up until the very final act of this heartwarming story. Okay, Mr. Paul Giamatti, stick to this new plan. I'm gonna predict it for you. Stop making the shit you have made for, say, the last 12 movies and just make ones like this. Yeah. You know, movies that are Mondo. That's what you should do because <laughs> you, you haven't done that for a long time. It's kind of good advice for everybody, but well, especially for him. And yes. well, we'll unpack because this a little bit. But what be. did you? Th- yeah. What did you think of this? All
0: right. Here we go. The Holdovers is the latest from director Alexander Payne, who has given us many memorable films such as Election, Citizen Ruth, Nebraska and of course Sideways, which was the last time he worked with Paul Giamatti until this latest effort. It is a film that is a throwback to when Hollywood occasionally produced adult dramas that were character-driven and well-written. Paul Giamatti stars as Paul Hunman up, Hunnam, sorry, a professor at the prestigious Barton Academy in the early 70s. He is liked by no one and seems to take glee in handing out failing grades, but that is just what lies on the surface. As we get into the film, there is a lot more to this man. Divine Joy Randolph is Mary, the head cook at the Academy, who is grief-stricken as she has recently lost her son to the Vietnam War, and she acts as a kind of reality check for our other two main characters. That third main character being Angus Tully, played by newcomer Dominic Sessa. Sessa has a very natural way about him and combines leading man potential with a down-to-earthiness that seems to have him positioned to be a future star. It is another character that seems one-note at first, just like Giamatti's, but as we get to know these people, so much more is revealed, and the complexities of their being is brought to the forefront. This film is serious and funny and supremely well-written and acted. The music takes you back to a time, along with the very deliberate choices to make this feel like it was made in an era long past. I cared about every main character and to a certain extent saw myself in aspects of Paul, Angus, and Mary. This is the best film that Alexander Payne has ever made, and that is saying something as he has made some very good cinema. The Holdovers was Mondo. Yeah.
1: I wanted so badly to hate this. I know you did. I so wanted to hate. It. I so wanted to hate. It. You know what? <laughs> I was,
0: I was positive. I was positive you were going to like it. And I was positive I was going to love it. And I'm glad I was wrong that you actually loved it. And
1: I'm glad I was right that I also loved it. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, he, you know, he he set out because, you know, we'd seen some interviews about him. Uh, talking about making this and the the whole fact of he really wanted to capture that 70s vibe in this film sure did and the oh the the colorization in this film is just so rich it's It's, just it's it's so 70s like you feel like the film is old like how did he i don't know what filter he used or you know getting into the technicalities of this i i don't know how he did it but it really did have that seventies feel. I mean, even, even the trailers where Giamatti's face is like <laughs> yep. it's like it's like so seventies. It's like then that's that's the thing that, you know, made me think this was not gonna work because, you know, how many of those movies have we seen before? And you go back and watch them now and they're all terrible. But you know, when you have a supremely, supremely talented writing um like they had in this and um you know we didn't we didn't really talk much about the writer of this but they're you know they're also a seasoned professional as well right so i mean it's it's one of those things that um you you it's like you couldn't miss because of who who was in it it really did scare me though with giamatti i really have been disappointed in him so much lately so but um, you knew he could act (laughs) And you well, knew yeah, if he was I mean, given the right material, he'd knock it uh, out of you, the park. How you, good was I, you know, he, though?
0: He, was he is just so good, and the evolution of us of this character through this film is just. And he just—it's not like he's a different guy at the end, but no, he's well, he's kind of—he's kind of is a little is, bit, but he's still that he's still the same guy. But he's done some learning through this this film, and he's brought yeah. some people into his life. And it's amazing how these three main characters all affect each other for the better. Like every single one of them makes them better. And it's just it's yeah. so good. And I just I just felt so good leaving this cinema. I just like and the fact that this is like a major Hollywood production, like this isn't this isn't an independent film. This is Alexander Payne getting serious Hollywood money. And yeah. the fact that this that we're not getting some cookie cutter. Piece of crap that we get from Hollywood. The fact that this type of film can still be made by yes. Hollywood makes me happy because it gives yeah, me hope gives that hope, maybe really. cinema is not going to be just blockbusters and ridiculousness.
1: But you, you know, I guess on top of that, like, not that I want to compare it really at all but you know that era of directors and i kind of kind of put them together they're all character directors mm-hmm. wes anderson pt anderson and mm-hmm. and Payne. right like mm-hmm. all three of them have this way of developing characters all in their own all, all in their own very way very how they do it ways, they're all, all so three, yeah. they're but they all have a style yeah right like Payne's films are, are usually very heavy, 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 heavy dialogue, mm-hmm. right? And and the dialogue is so craftfully written. Um, crap! Who was the who was the writer in this again? Sorry, because um, he was. You know, when you look at his thing, he's got a lot of experience, but he's not known for this level of drama, mm-hmm. right? Um, sorry, I'm that's okay. This look away. He, it's it's written by David Hemmingson. Yes, And I'm just like, dude, like you nailed this. Like <laughs> when you look, they've written, they've written a ton of TV stuff and maybe that's where they got some of the character development capabilities out of this. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're mostly known for, for kind of comedy dramas, mm-hmm. um, on TV. So kudos to them. I hope they stay in Hollywood and continue to write, uh, to write. Great write films because mm. it, this was it was such a joy like i really it's and you know not to put any spoilers out there like this is this is one of those movies that you you come away happy at it I was but so it's happy. not necessarily it's happy. Not a happy
0: ending but i was just happy leaving the theater
1: <laughs> well even even though it wasn't a happy
0: ending you still felt happy for them yeah. even though i mean it's not like things just worked out wonderfully for everybody But it was still, you still felt happy because you knew that they were, they were going to land on their feet. You knew Mm -hmm. that they were going to, they were going to, uh, have a different direction to their lives because of this experience and that their lives were actually going to be better, even though how it ended maybe isn't necessarily a happy ending.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I I think everybody should see this film. Everybody. Like, I think everybody would get something out of it. So, Absolutely. I hope it gets some good, some big numbers. I, I would love it if this people heard our podcast this week and said, "You know, why aren't we seeing this in theaters this weekend?" And then they go see that instead of the Marvels.
0: Wouldn't that be nice? Just,
1: Mondo, Mondo. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. my rage this week is marvel and disney fuck off i hate you that's it all right
0: well now i kind of feel unoriginal (laughs) not fitting So my rage is not unlike Jim's, but my rage is just the fact that I have to watch every bit of Marvel content to truly understand what is going on in all of their movies. None of them can stand on their own and it's kind of exhausting and way too time consuming to try to keep up with all the content. That's my rage. I mean, for crying out loud, if you didn't watch WandaVision and that's even parts of that, that uh, invasion or whatever it was, and that had a factor in this. And I mean, you, you have no idea, Ms. Marvel. Like if you didn't watch all these, you had no idea what was going yep. on. Plus previous movies too. I mean, it all, yep. it's just, it just makes me angry that I, that I have to keep on top of every single stupid little bit of Marvel to understand when I go into and pay 15 bucks to watch a movie. It's like, what? But this is,
1: to- you know this one is the absolute worst for that like I, we've seen other marvel movies where it just can stand alone it yeah it can just stand alone and be a marvel movie mm-hmm. but it's like they've transformed them into this now this that you have to now. and that's and that's the thing that is most rage inducing every because movie you is think just to yourself yeah yeah it's like i what if i don't want to watch tv and you know I've chosen now to get rid of my Disney Plus because it's annoying. I haven't even watched The Last Loki, and I know it's going to be amazing. But I refuse now to do it because if I'm going to go see a movie, I want to judge it on the merit of that movie. I never want to have to think, well, it's a good thing I watched the 72 previous movies because I know what's happening. i i just want to now watch the movie because that's what i want to do i go to the theaters and watch fucking movies absolutely
0: as i mentioned before i mean the earlier movies they could stand on their own but it's getting to the point that it's not even a movie anymore it's just a setup to the next movie which is a setup to the next movie which is setting up the next movie and it's just it's like is there going to be a time when there's an actual
1: movie yeah, there's not. Well, it's not even just setting up the next movie. It's setting up the next franchise, franchise series on series. Apple or Disney Plus yeah. that that bleeds into it. So, yeah. It's yeah. just
0: an ongoing exhausting machine that needs to run out of gas cuz I'm just done yep. with it. It took me a while, but I'm here.
1: Yep. Yeah, and just it's I guess exciting. so plus sigh.
0: Can't believe you're talking over Ben Stiller. What is wrong with you?
1: Uh, well, you know what? My rage was so deep. I even he got some of my. How rage. deep is your
0: deep is your rage deep? I can't do it.
1: <laughs> how deep is your rage? How deep? We should do a version
0: deep of that actually.
1: Is your rage? Yeah. You know what? We'll work on that when I get back in town. We're gonna spend a Sunday one day, and we're gonna rewrite our theme music. Nice. <laughs> your love. How, by, deep how deep is your rage? By the Bee Gees. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: anything any last words before we cut out of here
1: um wasn't it your birthday or sometime coming up or did it happen already or is it next week uh, i know your birthday's it, coming sometime it might
0: be next week i don't know nobody cares
1: oh, okay well i'm sure i'll see you before your birthday so possibly yeah. that you know what we have not a lot of other content this week because <laughs> i'm not in town and we got a lot of things coming up that we have to be ready and refreshed for so there we go. You're gonna we're gonna catch up in December with our other segments. So until then. <music> thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks, extended film Rage family, who you can find in our show notes. Thanks to Casey, the nerdy photographer, for the voice of Rager there and our God of Rage. Find us everywhere on social media at rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and T Public. We're always just wanting to make this a Raging Blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and even share with us emails at filmragecoverage@gmail.com. email.com. There's to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, please, 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 please make us a rage. And that's it for this week. A Rage On!
0: Rage On!